I'm Chris Jolly, creator and host of the Financially Free Entrepreneur, the top business and personal finance podcast for entrepreneurs by entrepreneurs, where we help you build financial freedom for yourself from your business. We demystify finances and investing and help entrepreneurs find solutions they can learn, implement, and win with wherever they are on their financial freedom journey. As always, we put one entrepreneur on the hot seat and ask them everything we can get away with about their business, money, and finances. Okay, welcome back to the show, everybody. I'm really excited today. We've got another great interview with another amazing entrepreneur. So today we're going to be talking to Riley Molinario, and she is a love educator, relationship coach. She does some different retreats, but I'll let you tell everybody exactly who you are and what you're up to. So welcome to the show. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I absolutely love what you do, and it's really an honor to be a part of it. So thank you. Absolutely. Thank you so much for coming on. Tell our audience about who you are, how you got started, and what you're up to now. Yes. So I am an expert love educator and relationship coach. My story really starts when I was born. I was born into an existence that was very voidant of love. My father abandoned me when I was an infant and left me to sleep in the snow. And I then lived with my mother and my stepfather in a very abusive and neglectful household. There was a lot of trauma that came just by being a child in that environment. And it got to the point where I was suffering so much, I decided to leave when I was 16. I left my home with my imagination and a lot of hope and a lot of persistence. And I found myself getting into university. I ended up having a house, a car. I was thriving on the outside, but I was still miserable on the inside. I was very smart and advanced in school. I was labeled as gifted. And so I had the book smarts. Leaving home at 16, being able to survive on my own, I also had street smart. But that one thing that was missing from my life that I realized was more important than those two things combined was relationship intelligence. It was the ability to have a successful relationship with myself and with other people. So I suffered from anxiety, depression, low self-esteem, all of those different issues because of the environment that I grew up in. It got so bad that one day I decided that I was going to take my life. I didn't want to live in that existence anymore. The suffering was too much to bear. I decided that was what I was going to do because it was the only option that had come to my mind to stop the circumstance that I had found myself in. But just before I made that decision, I asked myself, do I want to actually die or do I want the suffering to end? And that's when I realized that those are two different things. I realized that if I could create a beautiful life for myself where I was happy and connected and had high self-esteem and felt that my life was purposeful and I was living as opposed to being alive, that's something I wanted to participate in. So I had nothing to lose, just a really big imagination. And I took the first step by simply allowing myself to envision what that life could look like. Relationship intelligence, now tell me, is this kind of a broad term or is this something that you have come up with yourself or what exactly does that mean? Yes. So relationship intelligence comes from emotional intelligence, which a lot of people are familiar with. It's 
self-awareness, self-management, social awareness, and relationship management. So relationship intelligence is very similar to that, but we're talking about in the context of relationships, how we interact with ourselves and how we interact with other people, with our partners, with our friends, with our colleagues. I spent about 15 years working on myself, learning, studying, understanding, listening, observing, researching. And I was able to master this thing, which is now called relationship intelligence, being able to have a beautiful relationship with myself and other people. And now I get to share this message and share this work and share this information with the world. Very cool. That's a very powerful and very gripping story. Thank you for sharing that with us in our audience. Relationship intelligence, I specifically use it in my work to assist couples and give them the tools and techniques to have thriving relationships without fighting, boredom, or negativity. This is bigger than just romantic relationships. We're talking about how we interact with the planet, with animals, with the nature around us, how we interact as countries, ending wars, being able to speak and communicate and come to a common vision so that we can just go into a future that's more connected and aware and making decisions that are for the benefit of everyone. That's awesome. It's so needed. And it's just sometimes people don't even realize that the communication is what's missing in a lot of situations. And if you can help smooth that out and help two people understand what they're not seeing eye to eye on, amazing things can happen. So that's super cool that you're doing it. How long have you been doing this? Yes. So I am a newbie coach. I've been doing this now for two years. I was able to scale my business very quickly because I had been studying for so many years prior to this. I studied finance and hospitality in school, so I understood the business side very quickly. And I essentially had this passion and this mission that I just worked on day after day for about two years. And I was able to scale my business to six figures. And that was without putting any money in advertising or anything like that. It was just authentic collaborations and communicating with people and providing that information without expecting someone to give me anything in return. So I do give a lot of free information. I have tons of free tools because the mission comes first, focused on the mission and the money just happens to follow after that. That's usually how it goes. So now talking about finances a little bit, what did you learn from, you said you went to school for that and I think that's actually great because so many of us learn absolutely nothing in school about finances. I know I ran several businesses before anybody even pointed out to me I needed to understand business finance. How do you feel like that helped or what did you get from that? Yes, I like you, I never learned about finance in grade school, but I went to university specifically for finance. And the reason that I chose finance was because I come from a lower middle class family. We lived paycheck to paycheck. We sometimes struggled to buy food. And I knew that wasn't an environment that I wanted to have for myself growing up. My mother was actually in an abusive relationship and she struggled to get out because of the financial abuse. She didn't have her own means to get out of that situation. So I learned at a very young age that money was important. It was important to be safe and to be free. So when I was thinking about what I wanted to do in high school as an adult, the first thing I thought was I wanted to be an artist because I love to draw. But then someone told me there's no money in art. And I said, okay, never mind. That's <laughs> a common story that we hear. Um, although there are many thriving artists out there, you tell a child that. And I took that literally. And so I said, okay, if I want to make a lot of money, what do I do? So 
I decided that I was going to work on Wall Street. I saw these big Wall Street bankers and I loved math. I always excelled very easily and quickly in math. And I said, okay, we get a job to make money. This is my 13-year-old self thinking this. We get a job to make money. So I'm going to get a job that makes a lot of money. I'm going to go into finance. That plan didn't work out. So as I got older, obviously there was an awareness change and a life change and a purpose change that happened. Okay, very good. Now tell me though, how has that knowledge that you gained carried over to your business now? What are you doing in your business that you feel like you might not have the wherewithal or the knowledge had you not gone through that instruction in college? Yes. So I definitely think that college has its place for certain areas of life. I want to know that my doctor, if he or she's going to perform brain surgery, that they went to school and studied and have a concrete degree. Wow. But to be honest with you, I think everything that I learned in finance, I could have learned online in 2023. Now we can learn everything about business and finance. And the rest of my business has been built from me just learning through the internet and learning through other coaches and learning organically. I do think that going to school in the United States, we are very strict and very short. It's very stressful. And having two degrees as well at the same time. And I was working two jobs because I didn't have any money from my parents. And so I had to put myself through school. So that discipline, I think, allowed me to learn about myself and what I'm capable of. The finance background, when it comes to the finance of my business, to be honest, it was very little that was transferred over. There was very little. I do understand that the inner workings of assets and liabilities and things like that. But nowadays, you can even just hire someone to do that. So you don't really need to think you should be aware of it. But there are so many hats that you wear as an entrepreneur. I think sometimes if that's not your specialty, you just find someone to do right. it. Some entrepreneurs are writers, but you have to write a lot of content or you write a book. And so if that's not what you're great at, you can just hire someone to do it. So I think essentially going to school for finance, for me, it was more of the experience than the finance itself. Because again, I think everything that I learned in those classes, I can now learn online. Fair enough. That's amazing how quickly things have changed too. So let me ask you, we talk a lot about financial freedom on this podcast. And it's because at least as far as I'm concerned, my mantra is that your business exists as a vehicle to create financial freedom for yourself. I know from a very, a couple of very personal experiences that depending on the life cycle of the business, you've got sometimes five, seven, 10 years to make the money that you're going to make and then move on to something else. And so it's a challenge to reinvest and continue to scale and grow the business while at the same time, make sure that you're putting money away for yourself. Should anything happen to your business or things change in the future? Where do you find yourself with that? Yes. So I, I really understand how important financial freedom is again, because I saw my mother in this abusive relationship stuck, not being able to get out. So I got that message very clearly when I was younger. For me, financial freedom is being able to live the life that I enjoy. I, I love traveling. I love going to do extreme sports, which happen to be quite expensive. So for me, financial freedom is one of the important parts of my vision that I have for my life. When it comes to my business, I am happy to do what I'm doing if my heart is still in it. If it was only for the money, then I wouldn't continue to do it. So I, I think that when you have a purposeful business, it's important to keep that authenticity because I think you will find out that it's not bringing you joy if you're only looking at the numbers. I think if you're creating a business solely for 
the finances that come out of it, there's a lot of different ways to make money. You can invest, you can flip properties and do real estate, which is something I also do. And I think if you're working with people and really trying to spread a message and change the world, there has to be a balance of both. Now, we're obviously not ignorant to the fact that businesses should make money because we're putting a lot of hard work in and we should be compensated. But I think for me, it's more of a holistic view of doing something that I love, making money at the same time, and making a huge impact on the world. And I think that's a great way to look at it because just like success, financial freedom, I think has different definitions depending on whoever you ask. And so for some people, it is just about they want to make as much money as possible. And for some people, it's about they want to make as much impact as possible and every flavor in between. So it's good to have that the different pictures that everybody paints about what it looks like for them. Yeah. So I really appreciate that. Absolutely. And I think that you do have to think about what it means to you and what that number would be, what that lifestyle would be. It's great if you want to make a billion dollars a year. The question is, what do you have to do to make that? And what are you then going to do once you have that money? So I think there's a lot of great people who are in business to make money because they're very clever. My husband is much better at that than I am. He can think of an idea really quickly and figure out exactly how much he can make by selling this and putting this partnership together. And he's very quick like that. So I think some people who are just thinking about how can I capitalize on this opportunity to make money, that's absolutely fantastic as well. It's very smart and it's very clever. Um, I think just being passionate about what you're doing, regardless of what that looks like and being able to enjoy your day-to-day activity for me is really important. What would you say your biggest constraint is right now financially or your biggest financial challenge in your business at the moment? My biggest financial challenge, I would say that, (laughs) I would say this because it happened recently, it just happened today. So I've challenged myself, I've created this challenge for myself that I don't spend any money on advertisements. Now, I'm not against spending money on advertisement. I think it's great if you're on Instagram and push that post that more people can see it. I think it's wonderful. It makes sense. I'm not anti-advertisement, but I wanted to challenge myself to spread this message simply by connecting with other people because my whole business is about building relationships. And so instead of putting a post on Instagram or Facebook or Google that I paid for, for me, it just feels more authentic because of the way that my mind works and because of the way that I am to build relationships and then use those platforms. And so it's been working really well. The last two years, I've had tons of people come to me. I also search out, I have a team that searches out other people, but sometimes a great opportunity will come by and they'll say, it costs this much to do this feature. And sometimes it's a really good opportunity, but I will say no. Again, not because I'm anti paying for advertisements, but because I'm enjoying so much the authentic way that I do that. So I think figuring out how you want to spend your money is really important in your business, obviously, because you have to allocate your assets in the best way that you can. For me, I think that would probably be the biggest challenge because maybe there are some opportunities that can be really great. And sometimes, yeah, I've decided to turn them down because of that. Gotcha. So what are the main tools you are using right now to connect with people? Yes. So I I do a lot of podcasts. I love podcasts. I was the girl at school who got in trouble all the time for talking. And now I get paid to do it. I absolutely love it. I do a lot of features. So I've been featured in magazines, on the radio, 
on different blogs. I also have a very large network of other female entrepreneurs. I host networking events. I'm on different apps as a professional, different platforms. So I've put myself out there in, in many different ways, just providing that value. And then that creates the buzz and it brings in the leads quite easily. Well, you sound very busy. <laughs> yes. Do you have a podcast yourself? I do. I have two. I have one that is recorded and one that is live. So there's an app called Peanut. And surprisingly, not enough people know about it, but it is big. <laughs> so it's an app for women who are either trying to conceive pregnant or postpartum. They just did a partnership with the app Headspace. They were featured in Forbes magazine and they're doing really well, although they're quite new. And so I do live podcasts on their platform and we usually have about 100, 120 people listening at any given time. It's really beautiful because it's interactive. The audience can ask questions and I can answer exactly those specific questions to give the most value. That's awesome. Now tell me about what are your plans for 2023 for your business? What are you really geared up to accomplish this year or what are your hopes and dreams for the year? Yes. So I am focusing on these in-person retreats. Now that we're coming out of COVID, we have fewer restrictions. And so I'm really pushing to work with different resorts and different travel agencies to do these luxury in-person retreats. That is probably my most exciting project because I love traveling and I love in-person connection. So having those two things together is super exciting for me. I do also continue to do one-on-one -on -one coaching as well as group coaching and continuing to provide this information to as many people as possible. I have lots of free information on my website. I'm constantly adding more tools to that because I want to be able to serve people regardless of how much money they have to spend. And so continuing to do what it is that I'm doing, just more of it. And remind us, what is that website? My website is RileyMolinadio.com. Very easy. As long as you can spell it, it's very yeah, easy. Can you spell it for us all? Yes, it's R-A-I-L-E-Y-M-O-L-I-N-A-R-I-O. Well, Riley, this has been absolutely amazing. You've had a really great story to share with us and some, some awesome tips for all of our entrepreneurs out there, which is exactly what I'm looking for on this podcast. So I'm really happy you could take the time and jump on today with us and just talk and share some value for our listeners and for myself. It's been such a pleasure to have you on. Thank you so much. Thank you. Of course. Thank you so much. So like I said, it's great having you on. If anybody's looking to connect with you, your website is the best place to do it, the one you just listed? Yes. Website, Instagram, or Facebook. Just shoot me a message. I have an open door policy. So just say hello. Okay. Very cool. If you're listening out there and you enjoyed, please go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. And if you're another six-figure online entrepreneur and you want to come on just like our amazing guest today and share some valuable insights for our listeners and myself and talk about your business, we'd love to have you on. Go to the ffepodcast.com website. So that's fepodcast.com. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. All right. Thanks so much. Thanks again for coming on. If you've listened this far, chances are you're an entrepreneur looking to become more financially literate and create financial freedom for yourself from your business. The Financially Free Entrepreneur Podcast is definitely here to help with that. My goal is to continue to share what I've learned about using your business as the tool to create financial freedom. But let's face it, it'd take me years of podcasts to share with you everything you need to know via these episodes. 
Creating financial freedom is something that most people never even consider, let alone make a plan for or take action towards. It's something almost no one was taught anything about. Doing it as an entrepreneur is even more challenging, especially without support. So if you're ready to get clear on what financial freedom looks like for you, come up with an action plan and get the support, systems, and accountability you need, I invite you to consider the Abundantly Infinite Entrepreneur. I created the program to help entrepreneurs just like you get a handle on their personal and business finances and start building confidently towards financial freedom. And it's how you can discover ways to take 10 years off your retirement date, add an extra five or six figures to your portfolio, and finally get clear on what numbers you should be tracking in your business and why. You'll get one-on-one -on -one sessions with me, as well as weekly group coaching calls. Together, we'll gain clarity around your financial goals and what being financially free would actually look like for you. Then, we'll put together a customized game plan to get you there and the accountability to see you through. And by the way, you're also gonna get all the spreadsheets you need to run your numbers, lifetime access to the materials, including any updates, and entry into our members-only community. In addition to all the knowledge, coaching, community, and systems that you need to create financial freedom from your business, you'll also receive a free financial assessment, retirement planning session, and guided meditations aimed at helping you embody the feeling of true financial freedom. So yeah, you can just listen to the free content on these podcasts to help you move towards becoming a financially free entrepreneur. And sure, you'll likely see some results, or you can really make the decision to commit to learning, implementing, and embodying what you need to know to create the financially free life you dreamed of when you started your business journey. Click the link in the show notes to answer a quick questionnaire, and you'll be on your way to joining the Abundantly Infinite Entrepreneur.